You're listening to the Bread of Life podcast featuring my latest teachings from the Word of God. The Word is truth and life to those who find it. And Jesus is ready to be found. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Throughout the Bible, we can see that the Lord has invited many, many women of God to encounter Him and for them to trust Him, to see His goodness in their lives. And I believe it's no different today. He invites us even today to taste and see that He indeed is good. In Psalms 34 and verse 8, it says that blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord. Amen. Blessed is the man who puts his trust not in his own arm, nor his trust in the arm of another, but who puts his trust in God, the one who has faith in God and takes him at his word. You know, when we go to buy something, especially if it is online, and we check the reviews of that thing we want to purchase, and if the reviews sound good, it's encouraging to us. It encourages us to buy that thing. For the testimony of those who have bought it are now testifying of how good that thing is. They are testifying of how much the thing that was bought meets the description and specification that was described. And their testimony encourages us to do the same and buy that thing. You see, the Bible is loaded with testimonies of those who have tasted and seen the goodness of the Lord. And this ought to be encouraging to us. Amen. Now let's take a look at Peter. Peter and the disciples were there at sea and all of a sudden the waves began to get boisterous and began to toss them while they was in the boat and along comes Jesus walking on the water. And Peter seeing this miraculous act, he asks Jesus to bid him to come. And when Jesus invited him by saying, come, Peter accepted that invitation and stepped out of the boat. By the word of God, he steps out by faith and indeed he begins to walk on the water. I know this was not an easy task for Peter, but his faith in Jesus mixed with courage allowed him to do just that. And even when he began to fall, the Lord was ready to save. Having stepped out of that boat and put in his faith in Jesus, Peter was able to do the impossible with God. And he was able to see that even when he began to fall, the Lord was there to pick him up. Oh, if we put our trust in him, he will not leave us helpless. He will be with us all the way. He will not make our feet to slip nor stumble, but he will carry us all the way.
You see, one of the ways for us to see the goodness of God displayed is when we trust him, is when we put our faith in him and his word. For the Bible says that his word fail it not, and it cannot lie. And so the goodness of God hangs on the back of us trusting in him. You see, the Bible wants us to taste and see that the Lord is good by our own testimony. The Bible does not say, see that the Lord is good based on the testimony of another. But he wants us to taste for ourselves and to see for ourselves that he is good. In the book of John, John 4, it talks about how the Samaritan woman at the well ran into the city and had testified about Jesus. And they did not sit down on her testimony alone. No, no, no. They went out themselves to seek him. They heard what they heard and they believed in what they heard. And by faith, they went out and sought the Lord and was with him for two days, the Bible says. You know, I'm a strong believer that when we go to church, that we are supposed to have a stirred up desire to seek the Lord and to seek him for ourselves because we go to church oftentimes we hear about the Lord we are being preached about the Lord we are hearing the testimony of how the Lord has blessed our brethren and so it's supposed to stir our faith to seek him for ourselves in our private and so when we leave church, there's something that ought to spring up in us and say, I've got to know the Lord for myself and I've got to seek him until I find him and until he reveals to me him. And then it says there on verse 42, it says, now we believe, they said. They said, now we believe, but it's not because of what you said. For we ourselves have heard and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. It's not enough to just have the testimony of another. Although these are good, these stir up our faith and they encourage us. But there is something when we taste and see the goodness of the Lord for ourselves. For with our own testimony, we cannot be shaken by that which we saw. We cannot be shaken by that which we have seen. There's no denying of it because we have seen for ourselves. My friend, we cannot live our lives by hearsay. And hearsay is information or a testimony received from another. It's important that we become true witnesses of Christ for ourselves. And hearsay information is secondhand information. It can be distorted, oftentimes unreliable. We must come to a place where we desire to have the evidence for ourselves that God is truly who He says He is and that His goodness follows his name. In fact, in the court of law, hearsay information does not count. 
it's not even considered valid for the testimony of an individual must come from one who has been a witness of what they've seen or heard. And so hearsay evidence is thrown out in the court of law. And so I believe that hearsay information is not that which saves us because we have to believe for ourselves in our heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that He is the Son of God. This confession can come from no other lips but our own. It must come from us. The Bible says that those who put their trust in the Lord will not be put to shame. And for his name's sake, he will not put us to shame. Amen. And just like Peter there, if we put our trust in him fully, he will not make our feet to fall. He will not cause our feet to slip. For his name is at stake. He will not make it happen. You see, I've come to realize that oftentimes it's not so much as not believing that God is good and God will do what he said he will do. Oftentimes it's the fact that we are in fear of putting our trust in him. Because the carnal man likes to be in control. He likes to know what is going to happen. He wants to be the one in dominance. And trusting God means that we surrender that control over to him. Trusting God means that we now ought to walk by faith and not by sight. And it is the unknown that frightens us. Yet I can tell you, friend, all you have to do is look at the testimonies of those who have put their trust in God and you will see that not one of them were disappointed. Look at all those who had made the Lord Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior and not one of them were put to shame. And so this invitation is sent to you today that if you have not yet made Jesus your Lord and Savior, you can do it today. If you have not yet made him the overseer of your life, you can do that today. And what is he asking? He's asking for you to give him your heart. Give him your heart, your will, your everything and let him lead your life. In the book of Jeremiah, it says there that those who trust in the Lord will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, who won't even be anxious when drought comes, and their leaves will never wither, but they will always be prosperous in all that they do. He gives us this promise here in this book, and because he is faithful, he will do it. Amen. So take that step of faith like Peter and surrender your life to God. Because when Peter stepped out of that boat, his life was on the line. His life was at stake. Yet he surrendered it to the one 
they call faithful, and that's Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Bread of Life podcast. Visit our website, nomoreblind.com for more information regarding this podcast and many others. Share this message with your friends and family and help us spread the word of God, which restores our soul. Until next time, remember, the grass may wither and the flower may fade, but the word of God will never change.